Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. It's an unqualified arrow in the building. I got my dog, Young Draco, a.k.a. Shy, a.k.a. I see he running with this young I'm Draco. I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, yeah, leave it alone, please. What's going on with you, my brother? Oh, man, I can't complain, man. You know, coming off an interesting week of things in the NBA and the NFL. Oh, like that. Uh, <coughs> oh, my God, bro. I, I, I told you at, before we start recording how... I feel like I should have named this episode Not So Super Bowl yeah, because that bro. Super Bowl was such a disappointment. I real jinx this, y'all. I, I didn't jinx it, but it just seemed that way. Uh, and I, let's just be honest. we need, None of us wanted that Super Bowl to happen. No. Uh, maybe it's just Patriots fans and just Rams fans wanted that Super Bowl to happen, but I could have came with a lot of better stories of teams that could have went to the Super Bowl. But, you know, neither here nor there. But let's get into the game itself. So... Uh, it was a very low-scoring game. I want to say it was the lowest-scoring game in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Um, I think the score was what thirteen to three, sixteen to three. What it was? It was I, see, I, didn't, I didn't watch the end of the game. To be honest, I believe. Um, oh, thirteen. Yeah. Either way, it wasn't. A, That's how much we care about this Super Bowl. Well, um, one thing I want to say first. Get a credit. I mean, the credit. The credits. It was thirteen. <laughs> thirteen three. Let's get a Patriots some credit. Uh, they won their sixth Super Bowl. Um, I think at this point, if anybody says that they not good, they falling off, they whatever, whatever negative comments you got to say about them, it's going to come off, even if you're legitimate in what you're saying, it's going to come off as hating. One of uh, us predicted the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. One of us predicted the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. Neither one of us. You remember that song? Neither one of us. Did pick the Patriots to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't remember who I picked to actually you, win it. You picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl last week. <laughs> I know, but in the beginning of the season, this is how great my sports mind is. Okay. In the beginning of the season and preseason, I picked the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, so so everybody, let's think about this. Y'all go back to who, that episode. Who actually ruined? Who actually jinxed this Super Bowl? Him, because I didn't pick the Patriots, and now we're seeing that we didn't even really want to see the Patriots win another Super Bowl. So he really jinxed the, the Super Bowl, <laughs> hey, but. Uh, shout out to them, man. It was a very close game, very low scoring, very defensive battle. It was very, uh, <clears throat> it wasn't entertaining, uh, but you could see the Patriots just they they would make their way. They wouldn't they wouldn't really capitalize on things they were doing. The Rams would get turnover. They wouldn't capitalize on it. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I started playing dominoes uh, in the second half of that game. Actually, during halftime, I started playing dominoes because the halftime show wasn't even that awesome. Uh, it looked like Jared Goff was playing dominoes with you. Oh, my God, bro. Jared Goff, you can tell it was his first time. I actually seen a meme where it was like the Scooby-Doo thing, and they took the mask off Sean McVay, and it was Jeff Fisher. Bro, oh my God. Bro, bro. I was dying laughing. Bro. I was dying laughing. I, was I didn't like, see that. I didn't see <laughs> it was so funny, dog. That was so funny. But, um, Are you serious, bro? Uh, I mean... Do you have anything you want to talk about with the game? Uh, shout out to Julian Edelman. He won MVP. He did have, what, 10 catches, 140-plus yards. That's a um, great story. That's, that's a man that went from not having no Division One scholarships in high school, going to a junior college, transferring to Kent State, played quarterback, got drafted in the seventh round by New England, changed to wide receiver. Now he's the Super Bowl MVP. And not to mention, he has uh, – his numbers are – in the playoffs, match up close to Jerry Rice's. Um, he, yeah, he, he's number two in receptions in playoff history. Uh, so, 
you know. Shout we, out to him. Yeah, you can't take it for granted, but these dudes just create avenues to win games and, you know, uh, salute to them. I saw Devin McCordy talk about how they everybody doubted him. He said, all, he, and he kind of did it, he had a drop the mic moment. All y'all said that Tom Brady falling off. Our defense not that good. Uh, we blah, blah, blah. We this, we that. He said, but we won the Super Bowl. Right. And he walked off. That's all that needed to be said. <laughs> and <laughs> six said. championships, man. And shout out to him and his brother because his brother won his first Super Bowl. Jason. Uh, his twin brother, yeah. Jason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that that was pretty cool, man. Um, I guess this might be a little more. In- Before I move forward, did you have anything else you wanted to add about this? About Bowl? that Super Bowl? No, man, we was robbed of the real Super Bowl. Shout out to who that nation. I'm trying to get some point, uh, points. Oh, uh, he's city. trying to get people. He <laughs> to, hey, just just so y'all know, because we did a little pre-recording before, and we did we did some uh, we did a, we did y'all stay tuned because we have a our own version of the NBA All Star Game draft. Yeah, that's fine. So everybody from New Orleans who listening, he's just trying to get y'all to vote for his team, and I get it. But I got it. well that 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 wouldn't sell y'all me having AD. So. You know, y'all right, tune in right, for that yeah, later. Yeah, that's the type y'all, of person he is. Yeah, y'all he, tune in for that later. Trader. Y'all tune. He I wasn't gonna pick him. I was boycotting. No. <laughs> I wanna do live. I wanna do live. So this clearly the, the avenue to move forward. Okay, so um, we want to kind of pay some respects to the people that won awards this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Mahomes won two major awards. Uh, actually, three if you look at to the this something I just found out. This uh, air. Air Award, uh, Air Game Award, and they have a Ground Game Award, and he won the Air Game Award, but he also won MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. So shout Sheesh. out to Patrick Mahomes, he had an awesome season. I'll let you announce the next person on the list. Oh man, you know, well, oh man, <clears throat> I teared up. You know, I was watching oh, the award show. I was, I was sitting with my secretary, kids all around. You know, it was raining outside and snowing, and it was a hundred degrees. It's crazy. You know, it was just so dramatic, you know, and I was watching it, and then they got up to announce the comeback player of the year, man, and it was Andrew Luck. I'm so proud of that guy, bro. You know, he set out all last season. If people say he'll never throw again, you know, I, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk y'all heads off, you know. I just wanted to announce. Oh, there's one more. Can I announce another? You can one go one? ahead while you, while you got your, your momentum yeah, yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, You know, since since we're in such a cult atmosphere. Yeah, that's. I just made that up. Yeah, that's advice off the dome type. Oh thing. yeah, you see, it's just freestyle. Yeah, cult atmosphere. Cool, okay. Cool the defensive rookie of the year was Darius Leonard. You know, and I sat here on the prediction show with uh, my co-host. You know, Errol Majette Jr. And Legit, that boy, that it's you know for for those that that need to to understand how to actually pronounce my name is Monger, but you know it's all right, you know, just had to put that out there. You should see his face. Okay, but go ahead. And this is actually our first show where we sitting with each other, so this is actually awesome right now. Go he want to be French so bad. <laughs> the man hate nobody. Look my last name up. Go ahead, bro. Man. You talk about that. No, okay. no, don't okay. let don't let Monger interfere with Darius Miller, bro. Monger. <laughs> Man. I'm just telling you. All right, all right, okay. Look, he trying to stop my momentum, you know. I, I you know, he poisoning in the atmosphere in here. Okay. You know, I can't breathe under this toxic okay. environment that uh, you're providing for me. But anyway, talk to your about that. <laughs> the defensive rookie of the year was the young gunner, the man who led the NFL in tackles that didn't even play a full season. He played 15 games instead of 16 games, but he led the NFL in tackles. It was Darius Leonard, proud of that guy, you know. He held it down, 
And the coach represented for this award show. You want to get into the rest of the award? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get into it. I mean, because, you know, clearly they have more important uh, awards that, that were spoken of. Uh, Dallas winning it? No, nah, no, no player from Dallas won it oh, this year. Okay. You know, that's that's. Oh, okay. I mean, and look, y'all got two people that won something. So y'all, y'all had an awesome season, but it's funny that we both lost in the same round of the playoffs. So no, hey, no. it's just how it happened. It's funny how that actually evened out. We had a bet, and nobody could determine the winner because we both lost at the same time. But see, we beat them. That should have been a tiebreaker. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking when well, I made this bet. I rules. forgot we played each other. <laughs> Too late to make up rules. But anyway, let's let's not let's not take away the shine from Aaron Donald, defensive player of the year, had an awesome season. As I raved about, as a defensive tackle to accumulate that many sacks in a season is astronomical. So shout out to him. Saquon Barkley won offensive rookie of the year, mm. which was awesome as well. He he had, he got people saying that he might be the best running back in the league now, uh, which is maybe far fetched, but. His his rookie season, if he can progress from that, I mean the sky's the limit for the that young five. brother. Yeah, he's probably yeah, he, he probably is. And um, Coach Nagy, who actually that's who I predicted the should should be the coach of the year. Mm-hmm. I think just because of the turnaround, and uh, he won coach of the year. So shout out to him, man, and every every you know shout out to everybody who won the other awards like the, the Walter Payton Award and and all those other awards that mm-hmm. um you know. That we don't have necessarily have the time to get into, but you know, shout out to you guys as well. Yes, sir. <laughs> now that we're done talking about these, these great athletes who won these awards and the not so Super Bowl, I don't even want to go into directly because this is the trade deadline day. I don't want to go into the trades right now. Not just I kind of want not just yet because I think it's actually more important to discuss this whole uh, Anthony oh. Davis situation, man, because. It's been ongoing, and it didn't happen. And as you can see, the disappointment of a Lakers fan, I let him take it all on his shoulder because I didn't cry already. I cried on my way here. I cried in the car, as they say. Uh, I wanted AD to become a Laker. It didn't work out. Um, I think – Sean, I'm, I'm going to let you take over, bro, because I know this is a crazy – we got a lot of thought about this. So much to break down, so many layers to what really happened. It's hard to pick a spot where to begin. I'll, I'll start from the beginning. The Lakers' first initial offer was Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Lance Stevenson, and Michael Beasley. Now, that was a BS offer, in my opinion, for Anthony Davis, a generational talent, top five player. That was a, a bull offer, and I see why the Pelicans was, you know, hang up on him, banging on him. Like, it's no need to even... So then the Pelicans leaked what they wanted, which was young players, draft picks, and they wanted somebody to take a bad contract from with Southern Hill. <laughs> so the Lakers came back with the offer of all offers, in my opinion, the godfather offer. Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, Lance Stevenson, Rondo, Zubac, and Joshua. Two first-round picks. And we'll take Solomon Hill contract. That is outrageous. <laughs> bro, that's the whole team, bro. That's like eight, seven or eight people you named just now, bro. Bro, it was way too much for me. I'm not going to lie. I love Anthony Davis. I wanted him as bad as anybody. Like, I wanted Anthony Davis. You can't get He was going to give up Rondo, too? Yeah. Rondo <laughs> and Rondo. Who's going to be the point guard? LeBron. Who's going to be the power forward, LeBron? <laughs> Shooting guard, LeBron. 
That's, that's how it was gonna play 205, dog. Yeah, oh my right. goodness, bro. Yeah, dog. Like, it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe all that was being offered. Like, I'm gonna ask you, do you, at what point do you draw the line and just be like, all right, this is too much? I personally think, and you know, I, I, Cools, I, I love Cools, bro. And I, I knew. I knew, I knew that was going to be somebody that they would have to bid off. Uh, yeah. But I didn't want it. But mm-hmm. ideally, I'm thinking Kuzma and Ingram, definitely. You have to do those two. I would prefer to keep Hart. but mm-hmm. So I would want to give up Lonzo because I think Hart is actually a more well-rounded player at this point in his career. Okay. not saying what's going to happen with him. But mm-hmm. at this point, I think Hart is a more well-rounded player. So I would up Lonzo. He a name. And then say you throw a first round, maybe two first round picks with those three. I think that's a solid trade, especially if we get Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill. Yeah. To, to mm-hmm. take that off your hands, right. I think that's a, a solid deal, um, especially for AD because you're getting two first-round picks, so you can potentially put another AD into your system. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting rid of some money, so you're freeing up cap space. So mm-hmm. if you did want to attract a free agent, and then you have pieces that you can actually move around with Ingram, with Kuzma, with Lonzo. These are names that you could easily use as trade assets to uh, rebuild a team that you that you expecting to have. Definitely. So, I, man, I that was the first that you was willing. To that's go. the first I was willing to go. And the Lakers, you telling me the Lakers can put up almost seven, eight people? It's, yeah. It, with two with two first round picks. I mean. They reported that the Pelicans told them they wanted four first-round picks and four second-round picks. They wanted a total of eight picks with those players, and that would have got the deal done. In my mind, I'm thinking the Pelicans just didn't want to deal Anthony Davis to the Lakers. In my mind, I'm thinking Dale Dips not trying to get fired. That's what it sounds like to me. He, because everybody's saying it on the TV. If Dale Dips makes this deal, no matter the deal, he will get fired. That man said, I'm going to make the most ridiculous deal I can come up with just, just so they say no. Yeah. So it make it look like I did it. At least I entertained it. So, and, and my thing is, and this is something I really wanted to discuss, and I don't know your opinion on it. That's fine. Go ahead. Boston told them, basically, wait till the summertime. We can't trade. They can't trade for AD right now because they have Kyrie Irving on their team. Right, right. So. Once the summertime come, Kyrie's contract will be up. They're going to try to re-sign Kyrie. And they told the Pelicans that we'll have a deal. We'll build around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart, I believe, mm-hmm. in a draft pick. Now, my thing is, I don't get why people feel like Jason Tatum is so much higher than Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you want my opinion on it? Yeah. Well, well wait. I'm, 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 I'm about to say I want my case. Yeah, yeah exactly. My that's, case. that's why I was asking. Okay. I feel like that because Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma both average more points and more assists than Jason Tatum. But, you know, I know stats do lie because Jason Tatum is not a number one option in Boston. He's about maybe a third option, I'll say, because they, they have Kyrie over there who's the number one option for sure. And most of the time, it's probably, I guess, well, it was going here, but they moved him to the bench, though. So, Which was probably a good idea for yeah. the team. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, who, Al Horford is the number two option? Or, or yeah, is pop, it Jason yeah. Tate? Yeah. Then, It'll either be Jay. It's, it's probably, they probably 2A, 2B. Okay. So, let's say, let's take the same scenario. We got the Lakers. And Jason Tatum is in a much better system with a much better head coach right now. Yeah. Brad Stevens. 
Okay, some people probably you. I think that could be argued, but I would agree with you. That I Luke just Walton think, and Brad Stevens. You think people argue? I think people argue because people like to give Luke Walton the credit for what he did in Golden State as an assistant. Okay, yeah. well, so I just, just I just want to recognize that I'm not saying that that's the truth. I'm, uh, that's what I believe. I got Brad Stevens as probably a top five, top ten coach. I agree. agree. I, I totally agree. That's neither here nor there. So if we if we're judging it on that, Ingram and Kuzma. Which one you would say was, is the third option of the two? Because we know LeBron's number one. Well, I think they tried to go more through. I think Kuzma had to step up in LeBron's absence. Mm-hmm. But I think they want Ingram, Ingram to be more of the spotlight player in that, in that as far as the number two uh, scoring option on their team. It's just <clears throat> he t- to most he's he's a little more inconsistent than Scoring wise. Yeah, scoring wise. They yeah. want him to be more consistent with his shot and stuff like that. Yeah. He has the body type, just not the the skill mm-hmm. just yet. They believe he has the potential. Okay, I agree. Because I think I think Kuzma is probably designed to be the number three option behind Ingram, but he's more like the number two option because Ingram is such passive. Like he, he don't really shoot much, you know. Like you say, he he struggles to score from time to time, but he does get his teammates involved well. He passes the ball really well. Yeah, he's a good basketball player. Yeah, he's a good basketball player. So, if we say Ingram is the third option, or Kuzma, either one, both of them average more points than Tatum. Their true shooting percentage is higher than Tatum. They average more assists than Tatum. Tatum grabs more rebounds than Ingram, but not than Kuzma. I don't get what's the big disparity. Now, it could be because Tatum played well in the playoffs last year. So I understand that. But then if you're going off somebody being a second or third option, Tatum was the number one option in the playoffs last year because they didn't have Gordon Haywood, who was out. They didn't have Kyrie Irving, who was out. They was running everything through Rosier, Tatum, and Brown. Well, and you got to discount Al Hofer. And Al Hofer. Yeah, Al Hofer. He's not much of a scorer, though. But he stepped it up due to the absence of Kyrie. So I do think Tatum is a bit overrated. To me, I just don't value him as high. I think, don't get me wrong, I think he's a little bit better than those other two guys. I do think because I see more versatility on offense, what he could do, the you ways he can score. Yeah, the way he can score out the post. He can attack the rim. And he shoots 37, 38% from three, you know. He's set. He's an offensive machine. But – I don't think he's that great defensively. I don't think he's that much of a head of Kuzma, who's averaging 19 points this year in his second season. But Kuzma, again, is three, about two years older than uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah, he had a little more experience in college and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. He stayed a lot longer in college. And Ingram and Tatum is basically the same age. I think Ingram's about five months older than him. So I, I just don't get what the big difference is. And that's something I really don't hear a lot of people talk about, but – I just need someone to clear that up for me. So if any of y'all got an answer to that question, I'm not going to let Arrow answer it. But just if anybody could clear that up for me besides Arrow, y'all hit me up. Let me know. Tweet it to Unqualified Sports. Write it on Facebook to Unqualified Sports. Put it on IG, whatever. Just let me know. Well, as far as my thoughts on it, uh, I get where you're coming from. And when you're looking at it, especially on paper, especially on paper, if you putting them two in a trade package and it's seeming like all the Boston Celtics mainly have to put into the trade package is Jason Tatum, as long as Jason Tatum's in the pack, that's I can see thing. the disparity yeah, of it. Yeah, that's, that's uh, exactly my point. I, I personally just think, though, it's just how we it's, – it's our perception. 
Um, mm-hmm. How the media portrays Ingram and Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Kuzma is supposed to be a bench player or somebody that come off the bench, give you energy. That's yeah. how we perceive him. We don't perceive Kuzma. We People give him a Kuzma special and blah, 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 but they still haven't upgraded him to be that, that guy. Because uh, right. when the beginning of the season started, everybody gave it to Ingram. Ingram's supposed to be that guy that steps up when LeBron gets here and Ingram, he has the body type of KD. Mm-hmm. And he did, you know. <clears throat> I personally just believe that the reason is that way. And honestly, just if you hear it, it sounds better that the Boston Celtics would up Jason Tatum, exactly. who you would think would be the future. And I think that's a big part of it. Nobody thinks that Ingram and Kuzma is the future of the Lakers. Like, the future future. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to be the star player of that team. Mm-hmm. When you get uh, Jason Tatum, you believe he is a uh, out-of-this-world talent in a way. Like, people have that belief in that potential in him. Like, he could be the next KD, Kobe Bryant in those classes. I mean, KD, AD. He, they think that he has the potential to be that type of player. And you just don't think that way about we don't we think that I think it's a ceiling argument. Where's their ceiling? Their floors mm-hmm. are high. Where's the ceiling? And I think that people believe more that Jason Tatum has a higher ceiling than Kuzma and Ingram. Now together, I still think you take them two over just Tatum. Oh, what about Bill? All right, not to cut your wisdom. What about Ingram and Kuzma over uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? I'm taking Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. You taking Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown? I'm taking them too. I, I just, I, I just, think they better prepared. I, th- I think, I because think because of the playoff run. I, I think so. Okay. Well, now nah, that that makes sense. I can I can understand that. Yeah, I, I can just, understand. But yeah. statistically, it's just Jalen Brown's averaging 12 points a game. Like it's well, he's a good defender. It's, it's skewed. He's a good defender. It's skewed. And and numbers is skewed. You're right. It's skewed. You're right. Because Based he on didn't start the season. Right. He didn't start he just the started season. starting. Right. Yeah. He just he got put on the bench. When he moved he balled down the play. The dude got hard, bro. And the dude played. He's a very effective player and could easily be. Uh, number two, number three option on the team. Him and Jason Tatum together anywhere could easily be some type of some type of. And I don't mean no disrespect to anybody. He it about could be to disrespect somebody. It could be some type of rendition of a great guard and a great uh, small forward. I'm not gonna compare him to Michael Jordan, but it could be some type of rendition of that. Well, you can have that quote unquote Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen style of what you call because because Jalen Brown is a great defender. And your boy is yeah. a great offensive player, and Jalen Brown can score. So I, I give him enough respect to say that, but clearly they're not Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they have the potential to have that type of duo. It could be easily be uh, in their own version of Dwayne Wade, LeBron James type scenario where they both are really good players. They both gonna be really good players in the future. I believe that's. I believe people see that, and I think that's why they get more. They believe more in them. Than the Lakers, and then let's just be honest: the Boston Celtics have been uh, far from laughing stock over the last three, four years. Correct. The Lakers have been laughing stock since Kobe left. So it's one of them things where we so kind it's of perception. I think it all. I think that's all of it, and it's how media want to bend it. Okay. So if I want to make Ingram look lesser, then I'm gonna make him look less. If they want Ingram to be the best. They could easily, everybody could start saying, man, England the truth, England the truth. Hey, you know what's great about this debate? What? Let's have a bet. We A friendly bet, though. We're not going to bet any money or anything. They play tonight for 7 o'clock. I bet you Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram outscored Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. 
Y'all seeing it here. Y'all seeing I'm going to take first. the bet. Y'all I'm going to take the bet. And, and look, I, it's, it. I'm going to put this to end right now tonight. Look, I'm going to put this to end tonight because I'm sick of y'all. It's the media folk. It's all y'all. Folks. I'm just going to tell y'all if I lose, I got excuses. I'm just telling y'all. <laughs> Just let y'all know. But look, I know we didn't discuss on Ingram, and I think I, I think that was necessary. Uh, but let's 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 get back to it. What is AD going to do? What's next for him? I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I I really think the Pelicans had no interest in trading him to the Lakers because I don't think they like the way that you know LeBron's agent, who is Rich Paul, is also Andy Davis' agent, and they feeling like that was a collusion thing. Right. You know, they tried to force his way out. And force him straight to the Lakers. So the Pelicans was like, you know what? We're not giving into that. We're not going to set. Because that would set precedent for other players to try to do the same thing. Exactly. Especially when they have a year and a half left on their contract. So they no didn't want to make that move. Players can't have Oh, no. God forbid. God <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny because the NBA normally is on a, in another way. But I can understand. It's shifting in that direction, yeah, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, the owners do have to have some type of. Yeah. Some type of yeah. say. So they employ these people. So. This should be honest. I think. I think um, in the in the offseason, Boston is going to put together a trade package. I think the Lakers are going to come back into the picture, but the Lakers won't have nowhere near the assets because I think the Lakers are going to make a whole separate move. We'll talk about that another day, another episode. But I, I think the Lakers are going to come back to the table. I think Boston is going to outbid them. I still don't think the Pelicans get Jason Tatum because I end up thinking Kyrie leaves anyway. So if Kyrie leaves, I feel like they're going to hold on to Jason Tatum and Gene Brown. You know, to try to build through those youngsters now. Because there's no need to urgency to grab AD if we ain't got Kyrie. We're not about to win right now anyway. Exactly. So I might as well build that young core up. So I think Boston is, will probably put together a small package, but nothing major. None of those assets that was on the table right now, you know, that they could have got. I think the Pelicans so you think are going to take little to nothing in the offseason. I think they're really going to regret passing that deal up. I honestly think they ain't going to have a choice. And I, I think that's basically what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to have a choice. Yeah. AD, AD, his daddy, and his agent said that he's not signing nowhere but the Knicks or the Lakers for a long-term agreement. So if that's the case, and it's out there, and I know they don't like players doing that, and I know well, they have the, the, the Paul George experiment. And Paul George, to me, is just a really good guy. And he just developed a type of friendship with somebody mm-hmm. that he just couldn't break that bond, yep. that money. Uh, yeah. the, 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 what he wanted in life, he realized that is, is more, more important is what, what the friendship that he developed with Russell Westbrook. I respect that. Because I got close friends. Mm-hmm. He should have been a late. But anyway, so. Um, <laughs> That's a fact. But they, they looking at that, they thinking, oh, if we get him here, the culture going to keep him here. And it might, but it might not. And I mean, Boston a good place. It's historically good. He gonna either be a Nick, mm-hmm. or he gonna be a, a Laker. Now, if he be a Nick, we don't know what's gonna happen with Kyrie. We don't know what's gonna happen with KD. We don't know. It's a like. It's a lot. Somebody said this day, and it's kind of off topic, but it's on topic. KD got mad. We're not gonna even really fully discuss this. KD got mad at some uh, people reporting him at a press conference. And, you know, he spoke on it, calling him childish, and they tell him, he basically tell him they need to grow up and stuff like that. And Brian Winhurst, Winnie, he said something very interesting. He said, every move that KD makes shifts the power in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He said, KD, if he gets frustrated, he should tell the, the, the reporters, whatever choice I make will shift the entire NBA. So what's going to determine 
all this is what's what whatever KD gonna do. Nothing happens till KD. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even this whole AD thing is because of KD. Like let's let's and, and I know I say I hate the man. Let's get a man credit. That man has all the power in the in in the NBA right now. He do. Wherever he go, when he went to Golden State, then it shifted. Everybody trying to figure out how to beat Golden State with him on the team. Yeah. So wherever he leave and go, it's gonna shift everything again. Yeah. Uh, he's seismic. Yeah. I, I think I think that's probably one of the best words I can come up with. He's seismic. And to further your point, once LeBron locked himself up for four years, KD instantly became the most powerful man in the NBA. Because I totally agree. can another player move around and change literally the landscape? Of the surrounding conference. No, not at all. Because if he go to the East, as we're going to discuss later, if he go to the East, kickwalk. Bruh, so we we, we trying to figure out what AD going to do, but now the other part side of that equation is what the Lakers going to do. What do you think they're going to do? Um, I think the Pelicans saved the Lakers from themselves. The Lakers was giving up everything for Anthony Davis. At this point, you can't do that. You're in a pretty good situation. Coming into this offseason, you're not going to win nothing this year. Let's get that straight. All you can do is try to develop this young core with LeBron. You're going to the offseason with $35 million in cap space. That's enough money for you to sign either Kyrie or KD or Kawhi Leonard or Klay Thompson or, Klay Thompson or Jimmy Butler or Kimber Walker. Whoever you need to sign, $35 million is enough to get it done. If they want to come play with LeBron and that young core have another year under their belt, I think then you get to next year's trade deadline halfway through the season, and you say, hey, Boston, this man ain't coming back to y'all. Y'all want to try to trade him now and get something for him before he leave y'all in the offseason? And then you can go, you can send, you can trade for AD for half the price. You, you Ooh, see, yeah. Well, I ain't think That's about what it like I'm saying. That. You, you could get next trade then this time next year. And you know Boston about taking that. They gonna have to. We throwing draft picks this time next year. AD gonna have three months, four months left on his contract. What are you gonna do? You gonna take? You gonna keep him? Or you gonna pick get something for? Or him? you gonna get something for him before you walk away from me for free? So, I think the Lakers are in good position. You're not going to win anything. They went for the home run this year to try to get LeBron some immediate help. And you always have to do that when you have LeBron on your team just to show LeBron, hey, look, we trying. You know, we offered the house to keep me happy, you know. So that way, LeBron can't say, well, dang, they ain't putting nothing around me. Or they ain't trying to put nothing. They saw it. It was all leaked out in the public. Yeah, that's 100% true. So that was the best thing that could have happened to y'all Lake Show. Y'all go out there and y'all grab. That's the reason they didn't offer the kid. They could have. Packaged the kids and traded and got Bradley Bill. But then you got Bradley Bill and you got LeBron, but now you only got $12 million going into the offseason. That ain't enough to land nobody. Right. So you got it's, it's, it's more strategy. And it's really and truly, uh, I agree with you, bro, because you got to see what's going to happen. It's so much that can happen. Mm-hmm. You have to see the Kyrie thing with Boston. You don't know if he's going to stay. You don't know how happy he is. You don't know. We don't know. KD clearly is frustrated with not only the media, but something else is triggering him to be as frustrated. Uh, and like I said, wherever KD goes is what's going to really shake up the NBA. It's going to be It's going to be the top story. It don't matter if AD go to Boston. If KD go somewhere else, if KD sign back with Golden State, That's it's the, the same thing. Yeah. It's still how are we going to beat them. Yep. Then, not to mention, Boogie Cousins is on a, a free agent this Another year person. So, if, just just imagine if they figure out a way to keep all of those players, which is going to be very hard, but 
If they if Golden State figure that out, then we another year of just knowing who's gonna win the championship. Again. Well, man, we want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of Unqualified Sports. Till next time. Peace. Welcome back. We're about to do our version of the NBA All-Star Draft. So this is actually a competition between me and him. No competition. And he's absolutely correct. Uh, But either way, not, not in the way he said it. So either way. Uh, we're going to do our own NBA All-Star game. So we can kind of break down how we're going to do it. We're going to flip a coin. And this coin going to decide who's going to pick first out of LeBron and Giannis. And then after we do that, we're going to go through a draft. We're going to pick up our teams. And what we're also going to do is add up their points at the end of that actual All-Star game and see who wins. But we want y'all opinion first before the All-Star game. So y'all can tell us who y'all think going to win, which... That's out of ten. Probably gonna be me. He a basketball expert, but uh, I'm unqualified. Not for a reason. I'm unqualified. Unqualified error. I'm not for okay. a reason. So, got? I'm gonna let since you the visitor. Yeah. You know, oh, I get to pick. On yeah. The head, I'm, I'm gonna let you. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna let you on the floor. Yeah, that's fine. On the floor. Tails. Tails never fails, baby. Oh, that's what it is. Just so if the camera don't know, that's what I picked it up. I ain't cheating, you know. I'm from Baton Rouge. I don't cheat. I, I, uh, I, I, I was spamming him. I wanted him <clears> the first pick. And I'm, and it's funny, I'm, you know. So with, with with the first pick <laughs> in the unqualified, uh, unqualified All Star NBA All Star Draft, unqualified arrow chooses Giannis Antetokounmpo. I forced you to get LeBron just cause I know. I know you ain't want to pick him. That's why I did that. But that's okay. Giannis balling right now, so we can't go wrong either way. Well, <laughs> with the second pick, without further ado, in the unqualified all-star draft, Rashad McGinnis selects LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> hey, that's a great pick, man. Hey, I, I almost picked him myself. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Now, we now must we select from the starters. So we we gonna select from starters first? Yeah. Okay. After the after the first ten starters is off the board from both sides, then we pick through the reserves. Okay, that's perfect. Right. Okay, so with my second pick in the draft, I will have to I'm checking who I should pick, Man, and I'm gonna make the wrong decision. I, I, it's just so hard to make the wrong decision. So my second pick in the draft was going to be KD. This man. <laughs> This man hates Kevin Durant. I don't. Not for this competition, this man I don't. Hates Kevin Durant. Oh, uh, he a snake. He did this. I don't hate Kevin Durant. And the Durant, first man. chance he get the sellout. I do not hate Kevin Durant. This first off, I sold out with the first pick. <laughs> I sold out with the first pick. I might as well continue my path. That's all I'm saying. Well, with my second pick, I am going to select someone who can lock up Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard. Can't lock up Giannis, though. Uh, ain't nobody locks nobody up in the All-Star game. There won't be no defense. So, it's okay. All right. That's a good pick, man. Um, for my third pick in the draft, uh, just to make sure that it's enough spacing, I'm going with Kyrie Merlin, the magician, the wizard, Irvin. Let's get, go. I'm finna get him all the way out of here. <laughs> With my third pick, I am going to select 
the front runner for the MVP right now, Mr. I can't play a game without scoring 30. <laughs> James, I don't need to play no D because it's an all-star game. Harden. That's what we rolling with. Let's okay. go, James hey, Harden. Shout fine. out to H-Town. I'm fine with that. So we're going to just move forward with that lesser pick that he, you know, <laughs> that he chose. Um, I'm going to go with the second runner-up in the MVP voting, who also has the potential, probably the best defensive player in the league this year. PG-13. Paul George, come on over. Let's go, baby. That's a good pick. I'm, uh, that's, that's probably one of your better picks. <laughs> I'm going to go with the best shooter in NBA history. There's no punchline to that. He's just the best shooter in NBA history, Stephen Curry. That's perfectly fine, man. I, I appreciate who you picked. And if you wouldn't have took him just now, he was going to definitely get taken by me. Um... But now I have to go another route because at the end of the day, the size is going to determine the win of this game. <laughs> so let me go ahead and bring on over. Look, I don't mind. Look, let's bring let's bring Mother Earth to my team. Joel and B, salute my brother. Come on over. We're going to go ahead and dominate this thing. You know what I'm noticing? I'm getting stuck with mad guards. <laughs> Man, that's the way you well, The only starter that's left for me to select from is... And it's not due to you being a bad player. You just happen to be the last starter, and that's how the draft fell. Kimber Walker. Yeah. Come on yeah. down, Kimber. Yeah. Come on yeah. down. As y'all can see, my starting five right now seems to be punishing here. So it's okay. Actually, his starting five is whack. <laughs> my starting five is I, technically I, it's full of all ball handlers who can basically dominate their position. So it's okay. No, I, no, no, it's not. Okay, either no, way, let's, let's get into – our uh, secondary players, our bench players. So, um, with my fifth pick, sixth pick? Six my sixth pick, pick now. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. Uh, I mean, uh, might as well yeah, bring him on home. Let's go, baby. I pretty much saw that coming. <laughs> I'm surprised that he's not a, a starter, but, hey, uh, he can come on home. Um, okay. With my sixth pick. I need to go after some size right now. But I'm going to do that next go round because I'm going with Russell, Mr. Triple Double Westbrook. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Let's go, Russell. Okay. I got mad point guards. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Hey, Let's that's go. fine. Well, let me take one of them point guards off your hand <laughs> because this man, every year, he tries, other than Russell Westbrook, he probably trying the hardest at the guard position to be one of the better uh, players in the All Star game. So. Oh, it's Dame time. Let's go, Dame Lillard. Come on over. <laughs> we we gonna we gonna use you to to counteract that uh Russell Westbrook thing he talking about over there. Oh yeah, that's what you gonna do. That, that was a nice little counter. So now it's time for me to go after some size. You know, my team looking kind of small right now. So I'm probably gonna go with the best big man in the league that you never heard of, Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. That's a, that's a, hey, that's actually a solid pick. Yeah. I thought you was about to pick okay. the other dude that I never heard of. Oh, no. Uh, we gonna with save him. similar names. So we that's why I was like, him. who we is this man him. picking? I'm not going to even. I was about to say something that would have been wrong. I knew what he was about to say, too. And I'm not going to say it now. So I'm going to keep going. Shout and we might. We need to keep moving forward. <laughs> and who I am going to pick for my eighth pick in the draft is going to be probably the second best shooter we've ever seen. And he probably going to be Steph Curry in the three point shootout. This uh that that weekend, the All Star weekend, I'm going with Clay Thompson, and he might be a future Laker. So come on home, Clay. We see you, baby. <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to go with, with my next pick, some more size, because y'all know I went small with my starting lineup. See, this was great. He about, my, I think he about to pick Dirk for whiskey. Thing. No, I'm not, not Dirk, <laughs> trust me. You're fine. I'm not about to pick you. But um, with my next pick, I'm actually going to pick a person that broke down crying once he was selected to his second annual All-Star game from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns, come on, I'll let you, boy, man. Come on, let me. The cat. I ain't gonna, I'm, Let's I'm go, not gonna cat. I'm not going to disrespect you, but that was a good pick, and that's that's great and all. And uh, it seems, seems to be getting a little slim, but uh, I believe that I have, I'm have. i going to pick somebody who is uh, going to probably get a nice couple highlights <laughs> because he could jump. And that's what he was known for. He got a more well-rounded game. Looks like a black Irishman. Blake Griffin. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. That's a good pick. I'm not mad at that. With my next pick. Damn, I've been picking from the West the whole time. We're going to travel out east to this one, you know? Matter of fact, we just gave away some tickets, and this is one of the people that's going to be in this game. I knew you was going to pick up next, man. That's all right. The Young Phenom. First All-Star game in the second season. Former Rookie of the Year. The light-skinned kid off House Party. Ben Simmons, man. Let's go. Let's go, hey, Ben that's, Simmons. That's awesome. I, I know, uh, you know, I can understand you adding someone to your team who doesn't want to score. So, that's perfect. Look, everybody that I'm picking has the attitude to score first. You so put you on the post. That's, <laughs> that's all I need. Okay, well, you know, that's, that's fine. So, I'm going to put somebody else in the game who might as well, you know, uh, you might as well say uh, he is the Washington Wizards now. Yeah. Uh, and he ain't just because his, his initials are BB don't mean it's it's small it's small pellets coming at you. <laughs> he he's shooting real guns. Uh, Bradley Bill, let me get you. That's who my next pick on. We we getting close to the end, bro. Yeah, it's getting close. It's getting it slow. It ain't too many more people to pick, man. I'm gonna go with some more size just to solidify. Make sure we don't get bullied down low. To probably the best low post player. In this All-Star game, a man that's been putting in work for several years, used to put in work out in Portland, now he's putting in work down in San Antonio, seven-time All-Star, Mr. LaMarcus Aldridge, man. Come on, let me, man. That's a, that's a good pick, man. Him and Dane wouldn't coexist on my team. <laughs> I was, leave, I was leaving that Portland, for you, right? you know that what I'm saying? And they were actually really good. I, I like to watch them play together. Couldn't so, now... I have to. Uh-oh. Let me see. Uh oh. I think we got That's maybe. It's dirty. Yeah. Maybe about three, four more people on this list. Let's get dirty right here. So, I gotta go with somebody that I recognize. You know what? I'm gonna go with somebody. Nah, let me see. I don't got LeBron on my team. Let me see if I got a Lego on my team. They could have played now because it's only LeBron. Okay. So since since he not on the team, should I? Play? You know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this favor for him because I know this. He been balling, and really and truly, I just don't want to pick a certain person, so I would rather this person. So I'm going to go with D'Angelo Russell in his first All-Star game. I got to go D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, man. I think all the West gone, man. Yeah, the whole West The whole West is done. The honorary. Well. The honorary person. Yeah, well. One of us, you know. We'll I guess we, we can choose between the honorary. We, we can pick we'll the honorary. We'll save for last. Yeah, we'll save them for last. Okay. Well, I'm going to select with my next pick. First time All-Star from the Orlando Magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nikolai Vujicic. 
big man. I, I'm balling on this bench. My bitch got some size. I might throw in five power fours and centers. Hey, just, that, that's fine. None of them equipped still to mess with my team. Either way, all I'm saying to y'all is, bruh. All I'm saying to y'all is, bruh. He don't want to, I've never he seen don't want this man before. Some, I've never seen this man. Like, I literally had to Google the pictures, man. No disrespect to you. It's, it's just the fact that they don't show Orlando games too much in Louisiana. So, no disrespect. It's no disrespect. If you've been balling, keep it Shout up, Shout out to Nikolai Vujicic, man. Shout out to him. And my, that makes makes my next pick very simple. Very easy. Uh, <laughs> he don't want. It's, it's simple. Why not put two teammates on the, on a team with each other when you got a team that's the best team in the league? He's contributing. And he's this. It, is this his first All-Star appearance yes, as well? This is first. Is, this is his first All-Star yeah. appearance as well. And he a long-range sniper. He can he can score multiple ways on the floor. You get Chris Middleton. Let's go, baby. Dude, average seventeen points a game. How is he even? Oh, it don't matter. All right. He that he left the pick, so well, I picked him. Well, the last person to pick from, besides the honorary two people that was put in due to the fact that they had great careers, and this is their last year in the NBA. I am forced. To pick. See how disappointed this man is? That's wrong. Starting That's point guard for the Toronto Raptors. His sixth, I believe, his sixth all-star fifth. game. His fifth, fifth all-star fifth game. Fifth all-star game. This man got a solid career. This man disrespecting the man. Like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, man. You got Kyle Boy, your team solid. You might win, dog. Dog, that man lead the league in assists, bro. You might win. You might win, bro. Hey. Hey, you picking Kyle, Kyle Lowry. You, you got one job. Hey. Feed LeBron. Hey, I'm going to just tell you, bro. At least, at least we don't have some, a one person on here to pick from because we know cancer kills. Uh, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. But let's I go ahead, let's go I ahead, and we're gonna pick. Uh, you know, I mean, she the bro, and because she the bro, I ain't picking this. Oh, oh, then I got this other person. Okay, never mind. She the bro, so I am picking this person. Let me get Dwayne Wade because I really don't care for Dirk. Too, Why too you didn't much. pick Dirk, man? I, I was gonna, trying to make that LeBron Wade reunion last one more time, I gotta, bro. I got it. Why deny. you didn't pick Dirk? Now I'm you know what? Dirk. I'm gonna pick Dirk, bro. Just cause you gonna take Dirk? Cause I ain't take LeBron. I at least should still take Dwayne Wade. Hell no, I ain't taking Dirk, man. Go ahead, you got Dirk. Nah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm left with Dirk Nowitzki, and that concludes our 2019 unqualified All Star Draft. Make sure y'all stay tuned to see what we got up for y'all next. Yeah, man, and just know. When y'all go and vote to see who's who y'all think is the better team. No shot. Look, this no shot. old this real old school. No shot. Raise the roof. I got this. Never vote for nobody <laughs> that raises the roof. Never trust a man that raises the roof. You never trust a man without a mustache. <laughs> you trust a man that raises the roof. <laughs> I let you get that out. Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. Now y'all get to see us in the flesh. It's me, Errol. He can introduce himself, cause you know Draco. You know, <laughs> man, don't ask me stupid dude why he calling me that. Y'all know who I am, Shy, Shy McGinnis. Y'all already know, man. Welcome, welcome to Unqualified Sports. So it's the big day. We're about to do the drawing mm -hmm. for the Pelicans tickets. It's bittersweet for me because I wasn't thinking today, you know, by that time y'all would be able to see Anthony Davis play. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a Laker. But it worked out in y'all favor. So it's, I'm happy for you guys. Um, as, young, as you see, young Draco shaking up the names. We got the names in the hat. 
in a Gucci hat. That's why I call him Young Draco. You know, don't you know? entertain this man. Bro. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give him the honors, cause I, I, I'm honored just to touch a Gucci hat. <laughs> Giving him my spirit fingers, man. And the winner of the Pelicans ticket giveaway is. Let's see. Maybe you should dump the rest of the names out there so they don't think we only got one name in the hat. Yeah, just so y'all know, it is other names. They holding on to the Gucci like I was it just is. a few minutes ago. Kina underscore me. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Kina. You have won the tickets. Two tickets to the Pelicans game yes, to sir. play the Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers. Who, man, it's going to be amazing. Hey, they loaded right now. We definitely going to get with that in the show. But yeah. again, congratulations. Thank you for supporting Unqualified Sports. That's the most important thing for us that you supported. And thank you again. And congratulations, man. Make I sure you have fun. At the, yeah, hope you have fun at that game.